With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm in this world and they made me a monster. And if you want to feature on Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wills Wienerker and no guest. No, never guests. Yes. I mean, uh, Ari Gleicher, the Bears guy, really wants to come on to be a guest. Will you allow Gleicher? Gleicher, will you allow? Uh, will you allow him to come on for the Bears? He, he yeah. wants to come on. Yeah, Ari's always entertaining. Okay, but he may be our only guest. Oh wow, that's quite an honor. No, what about I mean Jerry maybe. Chester. Does Jerry Chester get to come back out for the Vikings? Yeah, if he wants to. I mean, we didn't have him last year. Right? I think we had him a few years ago. We had, you had some YouTube guy last year, I think. Yeah, we had. Yeah, so two years ago we had Jerry. Last year we had Funky Dunkelman, who. Uh, is a phenomenal editor of YouTube videos. Not such a great guest for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's listening yeah. now, and you're sorry, wrong. funky. No, okay. but I mean his videos are amazing. So stay in your lane. All right, uh, Arizona Cardinals. Always tough with uh, with a, a team with a rookie. Uh, speaking QB. about bad guests, remember that Cardinals guest we had one year? That was great. The British guy. He was the best guest we ever had. <laughs> no, not him. But he was also terrible. No, the obnoxious guy. An obnoxious Cardinals guy. I thought it was yeah. the British guy. No, he was a guy. He he like. He wouldn't give his real name. He had like some YouTube account which had like six followers, which he thought. Oh, was okay. Big. Yeah, we had some real bad. We had ones. Him two a lot years of in a row because then the next year he got in a fight with the other NFC West guys and like pissed them all off. And... Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot that your your debacle when we had four people on at once. That was just yeah, although thing. Rob Rob proposed that on your app last week. He said, "Why don't you do that?" That we should do four. Well, Rob, yeah, doesn't think each team needs his own podcast, but yeah, no one's said forcing we anyone divisional to podcast. I'm like, yeah, we've no one's forcing before. anyone to listen to these, and I think we found the, the niche, which is just short, thirty-two yeah. ep- uh, minute ones. Problem is, I keep not getting the fish. It's not scripted. Like I don't know what time it is. Chester just exposed the podcast on me while I'm trying to finish story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, not much I could do. All right, new quarterback, new coach. So it's a tough team to really evaluate. Cliff King, Clint Kingsbury, like seven months ago, was the offensive coordinator for a mediocre Pac-12 team. Yes. And somehow he became the head coach and offensive coordinator for an NFL team. Unbelievable. It's crazy. And teams were fighting over him. The Jets also wanted him. Like. It you know what what are, you know it helps to be very good looking, as we were maybe saying yesterday. Like Cliff Kingsbury, he once dated Paris Hilton. People forget that, and now he is the head coach. The he the buck stops with him for the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals last year, historically bad pass blocking. Okay, they so they bring in Kyler Murray, a five foot ten quarterback. I will say Chester. People are, are talking about, like, will Murray be able to see over them? Is it going to be an issue that he's shorter than Breeze and Wilson? He's the shortest, you know, sort of uh, big high-profile QB of all time. 
uh, or at least this era. I don't know if there's ever been a shorter one. And also, people thought he was like five seven, and somehow he he, he graded out of five ten. Um, but because he's a smaller guy, if they have a bad offensive line, which spoiler alert, they do, he's going to take a beating. And even if he's not a crazy ru- you know running quarterback, and he was you know Mariota style who takes a beating, it's a big deal for a smaller guy to get demolished by the J.J. Watts of the world, right? Yeah, I'm very confused by the whole Kyler Murray narrative, which was a year ago he was going to go play baseball because he was a good college quarterback but definitely wasn't going to make it in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then he had a phenomenal season. Right. And, then and even, gonna... even though during a lot of the season people were like, well, it's a system thing because, you know, Baker Mayfield did it. It's one of these things where when Cliff Kingsbury was at Texas Tech, he put up better numbers than Kyler Murray did probably. But every, you know, Graham Harrell did that too. Like every single – Mike Leach quarterback did that back then for Texas Tech. Uh, but then Baker Mayfield, I think, started to play, and people were like, oh, you know, he's, he's really good there, too. And I think that really – if Mayfield was bad, I think Murray would have went in, like, the third round. Yeah, but then the, but then the next narrative was, all right, well, you know, he's probably going to enter the NFL because he's going to be a first-round pick. And then the narrative was, well, you know, there's really no good quarterback this year, but, you know, because of the way the draft works and teams are desperate, so they overvalue quarterbacks. So he's probably going to go number one, but he's not a guy who would ever go number one in a normal year. And now fast forward to people are all of a sudden talking about, like, how he's already, like, an above-average quarterback. Yeah, no, people are assuming – I would say his sort of if we were – if we were doing preseason rankings and then comparing them to – uh, not our rankings, but like the the national media, the wisdom of the national media, and then comparing that that to that of the, like the last ten years, I don't think there's ever been a rookie quarterback in the two thousands. There must be one that I can't think of who has a higher incoming. We assume he's going to be average or better already for his rookie season, right? People thought Baker would be good, but he didn't even start week one. So I, you can't count Baker Mayfield. I think people knew. Last year, that Darnold, Rosen, and Allen would struggle. I, I don't. I do you ever remember that people assuming that the rookie QB in Week One would be at least an NFL average QB? Um, I think that the hopes were kind of like that for Cam Newton. And didn't he have 400 yards in his first game? Yeah, a Cam is an interesting one. Uh, people thought that Cam could be incredible or it could be a huge flop. Luck definitely was like that. Remember, Cam had Cam had. Yeah, Luck was Luck is the answer. Yeah, Luck Luck people thought would be the best quarterback in the NFL by like Week One. So I think Luck is a good answer. We're going to have a lot of fights about Luck when we get to the Colts because you, you hate Luck. Um, <laughs> wh- by the way, we have to do a separate episode where we do our QB rankings uh, at yeah. some point in the next two weeks also. Yeah. I don't know. Do we need to do coach rankings? We usually do coach. I guess we can do no, coach rankings uh, during the we, season. We got to at least see these new coaches for a month. Well, how, yeah. And by um, see them, I mean, like, again, like, some of these coaches for these bad teams, like, by see them, I mean, we'll have seen them for, like, eight minutes worth of, you know, red zone. So yeah, we're not going to have a lot to judge them on, but there's right also now, a lot of there are a lot of coaches them. with with so little, you know, like Flo, like Brian Flores on Miami, who are just nothing. These guys to just judge have them. no experience. So how do you judge yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. All right. So their offensive line: DJ Humphreys, Jr. Sweezy, you remember from Seattle, Justin Pugh uh, from long time on the Giants, Mason Cole's a center, Marcus Gilbert's the right tackle. Uh, last off season, 218 pressures, 142 hurries, 34 sacks, 42 hits. Um. They allowed pressure every two and a half snaps. So if they had a first down, second down, and third down, the odds are that one of those one of those three plays, uh, Josh Rosen or Sam Bradford, and hopefully for the sake it was Josh Rosen, not the uh, immobile Sam Bradford, was running for his life. Uh, Mason Cole's a rookie last year, so in theory he could get better. Sweezy is not a rookie and is bad. Uh, it could be really – I don't think they're going to be historically bad this year, but this is a – this has no upside. This is a below-average aging, for the most part, offensive line. Yes. 
So I don't know. This is a really but all, bad but spot But this is a Kyle team whose skill position guys are by far the best of any team we've discussed so far. Okay, interesting. Interesting you say that. So receivers, I would put their receivers at, I'd say, slightly below average. But remember, if you're, if oh, you're no, including... Their receivers are below average. But the teams we've listed so far don't have an NFL receiver among them. Okay, fine. The Bills don't, don't really have one. The Giants might not even have anybody on the roster to suit up. The Dolphins don't have anybody. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, the Bengals do. The Bengals definitely I mean, Christian Kirk, I think, is a legitimate weapon. Yeah, Kirk's a weapon. Fitzgerald is, at worst, the wide receiver three. You know, he's passable. And I really like Kevin White from the Bears who got into the Well, he's useless. Kevin White's useless. It's crazy that he got a second. uh, Right now, their starting slot receiver is a guy I've never heard of, Andy Isabella. Yeah, so rookie, they, they picked a rookie in the second round, Andy Isabella, who all the advanced stat draft people like are praying to like he oh, could end up really? being he could have 70 catches this year if oh, he's, uh, if his backup is a misspelled Keyshawn Johnson yeah there's there's a Keyshawn with like K-E-S-H yeah I remember seeing that yeah and they drafted a second wide receiver which I assume they didn't want to but they probably had this guy as a second rounder too, Akeem Butler who fell over the fourth round um pro football focus had the two best deep receivers in the country last year and they yeah. got both of them so can we, can, we, Mar- can we talk about something else for a second yeah you never see in society, people whose last name is a first name is a female first name. I guess it's like a, because of the patriarchy. But like, there's a lot of male first names mm-hmm. as last names. I have okay. one, obviously. Yes. I mean, even I'm looking at this Cardinals starting offense: Murray, uh, Kirk, Clay, mm-hmm. Cole, yeah. Gilbert. Half of their starters have a male first name as a last name. Okay, but Isabella, you're saying it is very unusual. It's a rarity, and it's great. So what should we have? Like uh, David Sophie. Yeah, and that's his name. Yeah, uh, I think there should be. Oh, by, and I'm looking at their Bob defense. Jennifer. Uh, look at their defense. They have a Peter, a Gunther, uh, uh, a, ba- a Baker. Well, but yeah, Baker can be a first name. Yeah, you really never see. Uh, you really never see a, a female first name as a last name. And I'm a big okay. fan. Okay, so I'm going to root take. for Andy Isabella. Yeah, Andy Isabella. Their other receiver, uh, Hakeem Stacy. Uh, Stacy <laughs> is actually a last name, so that's not good, right? There's Zach Stacy, the former Rams running back. Oh, that's true. That's another example. Um, good job. But I yeah. guess Stacy can be a male name also, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Whereas Isabella is, very, yeah. you know, uh, or yeah, or there's names like Lindsay. Lindsay goes both ways. So. Yeah, that's true. Lindsay you know, goes. You, both you, ways. Can, you can be a very masculine uh, senator from South Carolina, or uh, Lindsay was my wife's uh, old middle name. Her wife's your wife's old middle name. She changed her middle name. Yeah. You wait. You just said that like that's a normal thing. That is a normal thing. I would say a majority of our. I mean, I don't know about majority, but a, a large chunk of our friends. That's what their wives do. They make their maiden name their middle name. Oh, okay. So it's technically her middle name. They just she doesn't have four names. No, her legal middle name is Gonick, and her legal last name is Chester. Her her middle name for the first twenty five years of her life was Lindsay, but this there's no the more ma- Lindsay. What the majority of people do? I get. I I I, I retracted the word majority immediately, but I, yeah. like a, a I, okay, I hear what you're saying. It's just the technical. Like, thing. I feel like so I know. Would, she, I know would you say that she doesn't view herself as a Lindsay anymore? No, not only not only does she not view herself as a Lindsay, but there became a movement when we got married. I don't have a middle name, and there became a movement among certain members of her family that I should take on Lindsay as a middle name. Why wouldn't you just take on Gonic if you were going to do that and take on her? Well, her I think the name. point is because Lindsay was getting lost to history, and they wanted to keep Lindsay. Why around. do? Why did Lindsay need to be kept in history? Who was a Lindsay? Was her great grandma Lindsay? I doubt yeah. it. Well, I, I'd probably be a great grandfather because I don't think Lindsay was a female name until the 20th century. It's crazy talk, yeah, and I don't think it was a name at all. But yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think like I mean, certainly if you go by Facebook now, I don't know if Facebook names are people's legal names, but on Facebook, most married women I know take. Their I agree. Name I agree. Yeah. I, what's so really I don't know what, yeah, frustrating. I don't know what they're all doing it legally, but Jen did it legally. 
I so. do think you should have to keep your maiden name uh, for Facebook, just like so you could find you, because you won't remember, like, oh, what's that? You don't know who they married always. Well, it's- what you could, just so you know, on Facebook, you can search someone by their, you can, uh, as a woman and, a, and a, as a man as well, you can enter a name on Facebook, but then you can have your maiden name, so it won't show up on, like, the top of your page, but it's searchable. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's your old name, then Facebook makes you searchable. Yeah. So if your wife yeah. just switched to Jen Chester, but when she got Facebook, it said Jen Gonick, it would it, yeah. she would show up. No, but or also, if when you create a Facebook account, you can enter, like, you know, a maiden well, name. Well, because it's in the URL of your Facebook. So a lot of people, like, yeah. your wife could, in theory, be Jen Gonick, uh, you know, and then you don't really change your, no one looks to change their URL, and then Jen Chester would be her, her name. Yeah. Anyway, this has been fun with Facebook. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so David Johnson last year played receiver a lot because they didn't even pretend like they could run the ball because their offensive line was so bad. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. David Johnson is turning 28 this season. There's definitely Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a How chance that possible? there's a chance that he's shot. I'm just telling you right now. There is a chance that David Johnson doesn't have anything left. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a bigger problem for their divisional opponents in Los Angeles, obviously, who have a lot more riding on. Uh, and who just gave him a big contract? I cannot believe David Johnson's twenty-eight already. Just gave He's who a big contract? What are you talking about? Talk about the Rams. The Rams signed David Johnson. No, sorry, but also having an elite running back who might oh, be oh, shot. Oh, 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 you're talking about Todd Gurley? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. But I mean, I, same I, thing with I, Le'Veon Bell, who's I think twenty-seven, but maybe twenty-six. I'm not sure. Yeah, but no, but, but, but listen, but not all twenty-eights are equal. Is that, is that Todd Gurley, Gurley looked good last year? Yeah, Todd Gurley looked good when he was, you know. Didn't have a mysterious illness that almost killed him. I mean, Gurley uh, was literally the best player in fantasy the entire season, and then in the yeah, playoffs yeah. was literally. But David worthless. Johnson now has yeah. a year where he played three quarters of a game, yeah. and then a year where he averaged three yards a carry. Yeah. Why yeah. are we now? now again, he still they, will age okay because he's such a good pass catcher. He's not going to yeah. be out of the NFL. But I don't think uh, this is definitely the last time he's. You might get him in the fifth round of a fantasy draft like, next year. Like this n- is not. Oh, next year. Okay. Yeah. 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 What I are mean, you two person league. <laughs> Yeah, unless you're unless you're in a head-to-head league. Yeah. Well, there will be two people left in the leagues that that we run at some point, yeah. right? The the yeah, Oh, by the way, we haven't mentioned that in a while. The guillotine league, it might be closed at this point. It's already Thursday, right? Um Well, yeah, but, we are recording this on Tuesday and we have uh, around 40 people in it. So by Thursday, yeah, we might be done. I think I think out. the hard hard cap we set is 64. Yeah, but the soft cap's probably 48 or something like that. No, no, we can any number, uh, any number up to because again, okay, we can fine. divide it by. We're not, yeah, we're not doing more than four leagues, so the absolute max would be sixty-four. Yeah, and then we can have more than sixteen people in a league, so sixty-four is the hard cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, let's get back the to the because uh, I don't really want beautiful more. Arizona. All right, so let's let's get to the defense. So T Sizzle uh, still not done with the NFL. He comes yeah. to Arizona. I mean, yeah, a lot Terrell, of people move there to retire. Terrell Suggs is there, uh, so they're they're outside linebackers. Terrell Suggs and and Chandler Jones. This was not a team with a good pass rush at all last year. Yeah, one I mean, of the worst yesterday we talked about a team with ancient running backs. This team just has ancient linebackers. Yes. Uh, so, Chandler, you know, Chandler Jones did not have a great year last year. They needed him to bounce back, so they got Suggs. Maybe they thought pressure coming on both sides will help. But this Do you is not have a- Suggs as a Hall of Famer, or is that not something you're holding it with? I'm not, I'm not, it's a good question. Well, they have a Hall of Famer in their defense, right? I think we, dis- we, we established Patrick Peterson is almost certainly going to be a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Although he's suspended, he got the yeah. He so yeah, we haven't we, we haven't got to the that. secondary yet, but he's missing the first six games this year. Yeah. Um, I I he, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but you could if if you made a case, I wouldn't I I would I wouldn't be. So I have it. him like directly on my threshold. I have him like number twelve or thirteen all time among like like at, at his position, which is mm-hmm. like really really the cutoff. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I could see it either way. All right, interesting. Uh, yeah, Terrell McLean, Corey Peters, uh, Hassan Reddick. All right, so they have a solid uh, Jordan Hicks from the Eagles. They have a really solid front seven. 
Uh, the secondary is excellent. Patrick Peterson, he yeah. will not be there for six weeks. Byron Murphy. Robert Alford, who, if you remember, was atrocious last year for Atlanta, but does have a history of being good. Solid safeties and solid safety names with Buda Baker and DJ Swearinger, Swearinger Sr. Yeah. Um, now, you like the name Swearinger. You're not even a fan of... Um, oh my, of Deadwood? Yeah, Deadwood. No, I, I, I watched some of Deadwood. I didn't watch all of it, but I like Deadwood. Oh. Because if you like Deadwood and, and here I'm playing the show and I forgot the name of it for a second, yeah. Yeah, then, then the name has even more importance to you. Yeah, a lot of importance. And think about how much importance that has for DJ Swearinger Jr., assuming he's a real person. Yeah. Switch it. I feel like a lot more seniors, young seniors now uh, in sports than when we were kids. Yeah, well, the yeah, only seniors like when we were kids were Ken Griffey's Ken Griffey Jr. Senior. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, like, yeah, because the junior's already there. There weren't a lot of young... But it's only in football. You don't see it in any other sport. Huh. I wonder why. Maybe they have a Steve long offseason. season. They have more a lot time of these to have guys kids. I, it's just, I think these guys are proud to be dads. Should you go by Chester Senior? Do, do you think if we were if Judaism had a tradition of, of you were allowed to name your kid... Well, Sephardic Jews do that. Yeah, yeah. Well... Yeah. Certain uh, groups. Yeah, my but, my yeah. friend my friend was Yosef Chaim and his dad was Chaim Yosef and his grandfather was Yosef Chaim and his great grandfather was Chaim Yosef. Like they swi- they oh, flip names. He's Sephardi. Well, me and my dad actually have the same thing. What's that? Be- because I'm named after my father, so my father's name. Like, You're named and, after your father. I mean, because I'm named after my father's father. Okay. Right. So my father's name and my name, like when you get called up to the Torah, are exact reciprocals of each other. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Um, I mean, no. So, I would Alexander never name Harasha. a son. I would never ben. name a son after my name, Junior. Ever. Yeah, that I wouldn't do that. Also. But every single guy I grew up with named their kid Akiva. Yeah. It went from well, being a not popular well, name why, to a why popular name. I put so name. much pressure on my son. <laughs> I think it was the opposite. I think people were like, well, this guy won't be around for long, so we may yeah. as well get him in now. We'll remember him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't think. It, now, right. Of course, I, I I famously name all my kids after the winner of my fantasy league every year. Mm-hmm. So one year Josh Ares won, so we named my we named our son Ares. Okay. Well, you should have like seven kids named Chester because you you uh, <laughs> wait. You posted a picture with wearing five championship rings. Does the winner of your yeah. fantasy league get a ring? Uh, well, some of them do. It's up to wait. the team owner, just like in real leagues. Oh, so, so the answer is no. You literally buy yourself a ring when you win a fantasy football league. So okay, the way it works in in all leagues is the league provides a trophy, but the rings are up to the individual owners. Okay. Time out. Yeah. In most leagues, there is no trophy <laughs> to start. I'd say ninety nine percent. Yeah, what a I'm sad in a state of affairs. Yeah, I'm in a league uh, that has I, been going I, I, on I, almost as long as yours. They have championship belts. We don't even like have like WWE a WhatsApp. We don't even belts. have a WhatsApp group. I checked one of the leagues I'm in, the WhatsApp group. Yeah. Uh, a person who used to be in your league and now is the absentee commission in a league of mine. Yeah, uh, Heavy, uh, emphasis on the absentee. Yeah, he uh, th- that that WhatsApp group. Have you seen his beard lately? No. His I haven't beard seen gives I haven't Ryan seen Fitzpatrick a run for his money. I'm impressed, but I have not, I have not seen. Yeah. Um, I think uh, uh, that league, so I, I scrolled up because people were like, hey, are we doing the league again? Yesterday they said, are we doing the league again? The commission has not been in the WhatsApp group in a year. So I scrolled up like five seconds, and the last conversation was a trade veto that I think we discussed on this podcast. Um, it was just something. Yeah, no, in 2018. Somebody, oh, okay. but the, and then the discussion before that was, are we doing the league again from 2018? So there was one conversation in the group WhatsApp last year, and it was literally uh, uh, the the trade veto, and then and then probably scroll back to like 2017. Like, are we doing? Very actively. Yeah. So the league didn't even start. It's August. It, like the commission has not shown up. It's August 13th, uh, and every year I quit that league, and then they like, oh, we only have 11, and they beg me to come back. But this year, I'm going to hold firm. I'm not going to join that league. 
If I really, if I was really not a big wimp, I would have left the WhatsApp group. Yeah, well, you should have left the league. I've been telling you that for a while. No question. All right. Uh, but by the way, we didn't mention they, the tight end situation on the Cardinals is almost never good. They signed Charles Clay and Max with two X's Williams. Yeah, from Minnesota. Uh, I don't think they're going to play well, that much. I think much. he was drafted by the Ravens in like the second or third round or something. And he was yeah, the, the Cardinals drafted two receivers because Cliff Kingsbury's offense is going to use four receivers more than anybody else. And he's always going to have at least three. So between Fitzgerald. So we're going to see a lot of uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, and Keyshawn Andy Johnson, Isabella. Butler, Isabella, Fitzgerald, and Kirk. Like all five of those guys are going to play. Now, Kevin lot. White, is he going to play or is he going to get injured? I don't think he's going to make the team even. Like Kevin oh, White really? stinks. Okay. I mean, I don't know what he did in the first preseason game or anything but yeah. uh he's bad like there's a reason why he's in year five and he has never done yeah. anything well he's been injured also. but uh, by the way they also have a great punter andy lee uh yeah we're, andy we're, lee, we're usually a no special teams podcast but. are we a no special teams podcast i don't know you brought up the the long snapper yesterday on the bills episode mm-hmm. um yeah so the cardinals i don't have much more to say about the cardinals their only elite player really on the team is patrick peterson i do think between isabella and akeem butler one of those receivers is going to break out uh, give me your uh, guess for Kyler Murray's rookie season statistics. Well, i got to say, when I started doing my uh, fantasy preparations last week, I was blown away to see the projections that people have for Kyler yeah. Murray. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have him like as like a top-12 fantasy quarterback. And also, by the way, these projections have him like throwing no interceptions. Is he like a tremendous decision-maker? No, he throws he's going to throw a lot of interceptions. Yeah. So I don't even want to make a guess here, but I want to hear what your guess is. I do think he's gonna I think he's gonna throw twenty five touchdowns and seventeen picks. They're gonna throw a lot. He throws all day long. Okay. And what about Redding? I don't think anything special. I think pretty normal running uh quarterback yeah. numbers. I mean I, I would guess, and this is before looking at anything, but I would guess that there have not been more than three rookie quarterbacks in NFL history to throw twenty five touchdown passes. No, but I I mean didn't Dan Marino throw forty eight? No, he played like half a season in 83. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, it was the second year. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, uh, I think they're going to throw all day long. The problem is, I I just, if I said over, under 14 and a half games, what would you take? I'm not sure. By the way, I'm I'm looking this up. The uh, most uh, touchdown passes for a rookie quarterback in NFL history. Mm -hmm. By the way, Baker Mayfield threw 27 last year. Yeah, and he didn't even play for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, uh, he's going to be pretty good. I guess we'll talk about them when we get to the Browns. But um, the the answer is, did I say that I don't think there's been more than three? There's been exactly three, so I was right. Baker Mayfield with 27, Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson with 26 each. Andrew Luck and Dak at 23. Hmm. And then we have to get back to Charlie Conner, Connerly in 19. By the way, I think people were on my Dak's going to suck uh, bandwagon, especially yesterday after Dak reportedly turned down a $30 million deal. Yeah, he wants 40. Um yeah. I mean, he might so get 31. I don't think so, 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 here's, so Kyler Murray, you think that he has 25 touchdowns, so he could break Baker Mayfield's record from last year. He's going to get close. Is your yeah, I, it's definitely possible. I just don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy. He's going to get beat up. He's a tiny yeah, quarterback for a bad offensive line, line. If he's throwing it that much, if he's dropping back that much, he's going to Yeah, be, uh, 650 dropbacks with, with a terrible offensive line, I agree. Yeah. George Ratterman had 22 touchdowns as a rookie in 1947. As a 21-year-old, by the way. Very impressive. Just look at my list here. Classic Ratterman. Yeah, classic Ratterman. All right, uh, we're not even like, we're two-thirds of the way through this. So what else? Oh, by the way, fun name also, Farrah Cooper is on this team. Farrah? Farrow. Paro. Farrow. Farrow. Oh, okay. All right, let's play play the the roster game. (laughs) Oh, man. Am I asking you? No, I'm asking you. 
Oh, oh by the way, you say uh, you said here uh, that you're like Andy Isabella because female first names are rarely last names. Vantarius Dora is a linebacker on this team. Dora, as in the Explorer. As in the Explorer. Oh, okay. So there are there are some last names here. Uh, Sterling Bailey, I guess that's mixed. I don't know. Um, yeah, we don't have. Can we? What's what are the rules? Do we have to be here for thirty two minutes? Well, I mean, so you didn't listen to it, but the Bengals episode, because we lost half your audio, yeah, we only had like 16 usable minutes, so I really had to stretch it out. Okay. Um, but, but, all right. But the episode as posted was exactly 30. Do you know, how about this? Let's play a 20 questions. Do you know who the Cardinals defensive coordinator is? I don't know any defensive coordinator. Okay, fine. Now we're, we're going to try and Ask figure it out. October. You're going to try and figure it out. Ask me questions, and you'll f- try and figure out their defensive coordinator. Oh, this is going to be tough. All right. Okay. Let me think here. Is it somebody who previously was a head coach? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm in the NFL, obviously. Okay. Yeah, yeah. NFL coach, yes. Oh, okay. So, so now it shouldn't be that ungettable. Uh, is it somebody who was a head coach last year? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was going to take you like 14 questions. A head coach last year got fired and is immediately the Cardinal. Oh, um... last year is it vance joseph yes three guesses wow that's crazy i thought it was gonna be 14 that's really good oh wow that's pretty good we yeah. could do it with their offensive coordinator but they don't have one it's i believe it's kingsbury oh <laughs> i mean why do you need to have a separate offense coordinator when you have so much experience as a head coach how many defensive coordinators in the nfl do you think you could name again right now zero and by october i think I you don't know the vikings like defensive plus. coordinator it's the same one they've had now you're embarrassing me <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about but, this? I mean, the Vikings defense coordinator doesn't really matter because. How about this? I say the coordinator, you guess the team. Well, what's the point here? I don't know the coordinators. Gus Bradley. No, no, I don't want to do this because I'm embarrassing myself. I'm the host Romeo of Cornell. On the host of a football podcast. Romeo Cornell. And people come here for my knowledge and for your uh, yeah. uh, hosting. I'll have knowledge. I just don't have it in, in early August when, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm start. I'm. When we started this last week, I had zero interest or excitement about the NFL season. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a little bit more yeah. pumped up. So, yeah, uh, two teams. How about this? Two teams do not really have coordinators. Name them defensive coordinators. Like the no, co- I, the I, coach I, I, is the, the coach is defensive coordinator. That's a gettable question. No, what I, what I liked was one of them's could, obvious. Um, is, is Belichick one of them? Or does, yes, did Belichick's up. Uh, the other one's a little harder. Yeah. I mean, again, so like, like I think Zimmer does all the play calls. For the Vikings, yeah, but no, George Edwards is technically the defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, George Edwards does nothing. With all, I mean, I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure he does a lot, but but you know, Zimmer's basically their defensive. I mean, also, yeah, I, I do think, think if you're if you're a defensive coordinator for like six years, and also he they worked together in the Cowboys in the '90s, like you are, like he's not getting a head coach job. You know what I mean? This is the peak. Yeah, of no, I'm sh- I'm sure he adds a lot of value to that team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but Zimmer's Zimmer's okay, fine, all right, fair. Yeah, the other one is Dan Quinn on the Falcons. They don't have a DC. Oh, really? But their defense has been so elite. So obviously Paul Pasqualoni, one of like the worst coaches in college football history, is the Lions defensive coordinator. I'm shorting the Lions. That means they're going to suck. Yeah. I mean, they do have a defensive head coach, but he's not even a good defensive head coach in yeah. Patricia. I mean, they were bad last year. So. I think the Lions might be the worst team. How have we not even talked about them yet? They suck. I don't know. I didn't make rankings. So well, I, the one who made I think uh, you do have to break a tie for first and second, by the way, when we get there. Um, yeah, excited. I like I like when good players become defensive coordinators. So Ken Norton for the Seahawks, like he was a really good player. Yeah. Um, who are the other? 
that's really about it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Todd Bowles for the Bucks. What uh, Steve Spagnolo? What conference is he a coordinator in? <laughs> I, I don't think I've heard of him since he was on the Giants. So, okay, how about this? We're, I'm just yeah. on Vance Joseph's uh, wiki page, so I'm just asking questions from there. How many Broncos head coaches can you name in history? Head coaches of the Broncos? Yes, head coaches of the Denver Broncos. From their entire history? Yes. Uh, four, Excl- maybe? They only have eight in our lifetime. In our lifetime? Okay. Mm-hmm. So far. Okay, so okay, so I guess I'll work backwards. Mm-hmm. So Vic Fangio, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vance Joseph, we just yes. said. Yes. Okay, um, John Fox. Okay, you missed one, but yes. I missed one? Yeah, someone was very quick. Oh, um, uh, they won the Super Bowl with um, uh, the guy from Houston, yeah. um, uh, Gary Kubiak. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, so I got more than four, because I got yeah, four, and I haven't got, got to Mike Shanahan and you should be, and If Dan you really Reeves. think about it, you should be able to get everybody. All right, so Mike Shanahan and Dan Reeves. Yeah. And then... Um, so that's six. You You're missing two guys who lasted two years, but they're both very famous. What years? 93, 94. You might not remember him as the Broncos coach, but he's still coaching. And 09, 010 also. The, the Broncos coach in 1993 is still coaching. Yes. There's no way that's possible. I mean, why is it impossible? He could have been 12 years old then. Not only was he... He's not a head coach. He is... uh, No, but he's still a coach. Not only was he the head coach, he was kind of an old... He was was not a super young coach. He was like... In 1993? So what is he now? 80? Who is he? The the, the Mets uh, pitching coach? He's 72. Not that bad. 72? Who? Who are you talking about? Wade Phillips. Oh, yeah. Wade Phillips is the coach of the Broncos. Oh, Mm. didn't he... Wasn't he the coach before Shanahan? Yeah, we said that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then 09 and 010. someone else? It was a memorable era. You certainly 09, know this person. 010. Was that Jay Cutler era? Uh, it was. Oh, yeah, I remember Jay Cutler and his coach did not like each other. Which is shocking because Cutler's so easy to get Such along. a nice guy, yeah. yeah. I think he just wanted him to get vaccines and stuff. And There's like Broncos him. fans yelling at their... Uh, at their it's easy. I think every right football now. fan is yelling. Really? Maybe. All right, I don't sorry. Know. Who is it? Josh McDaniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. So it's a hard thing to like pull off the cuff. I forgot Gary Kubiak, and he won the freaking Super Bowl. So, how many minutes are we at? Uh, we're at like twenty nine. Oh boy! All right, now I get to ask you something. Oh boy! <sighs> Three more minutes. Right. My family's I'm calling look, I'm me. On, I'm, on, I'm on Wade Phillips's Wikipedia page. Okay. okay. I want yeah. you to list me as many jobs as he has had in his career. You want? Do you want me to say the teams? Yeah. Well, you can't just say coach. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, is no, like, I'm uh, saying like okay. Yeah. okay. You give me uh, give me the years, and I'll tell you the team. All right. Uh, present. Okay. He, the, he is the DC for the Bears. No, the Rams. The Rams. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, 2015, 16. Uh, it's easier if you just guess teams rather than have. Yeah. Okay. Broncos. Yeah. He was on the Broncos then. The Bills. Uh, Bills, of course, yeah, head coach. Um, and DC. By the way, Broncos, he was their coach in the 90s. He was their defense coordinator in the 90s. He was their defense coordinator in the, you know, for the Super yeah. Bowl. So, he's yeah, he's had a lot of Broncos. Uh, he's never been with the Jets. He's mm-hmm. never – I don't think he's ever been with the Dolphins or the Patriots. Correct. Um, Panthers? No. Never? Nope. The Raiders? Uh, no. Really? 
but Three almost te- every other team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Chargers, yes. Yeah, the Chargers, yes. Um, not the Seahawks. You forgot the other one this decade, which I thought would have been one of the easier ones. Oh, but I might I might have just uh, skipped over. We said Denver. Before Denver, okay. he took off 2014. But where was he from 2011 to 2013? Well, before he was in Buffalo in the previous decade. Uh, where yeah. was he 2011 to 2013? Cleveland, no. Baltimore, no. no. He was Houston. Oh, Houston, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Dallas. He was also the head coach in the Cowboys. Yes, he was the head coach years. for the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Falcons. He was both the DC and an interim head coach. Nah. And then we have to go back to the 80s, where he was a coach for the Eagles, the Saints, yeah. the Houston Oilers. And I wish we had college. called this podcast. I wish we had called this podcast 23 fans instead of yeah. 32. <laughs> Maybe if we contracted like nine NFL teams, yeah. Because some of these teams, like we, we're in the middle, we're either like have plenty to talk about, or we're really out of stuff to talk about. And I think the Cardinals. Well, I have good news for you, and it comes in the shape of a bomb. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.